Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. The longest field goal ever attempted is 76 yards. The longest field goal ever missed? Also 76 yards. Why bring this up? Because knowing your limits matters, both when you're kicking a field goal and when you gamble. Betting more than you're comfortable with is like trying a 70-yard field goal. It probably won't go well. So set a limit when you gamble and stick to it. Want more helpful tips like this? Go to KeepItFunOhio.com for games, quizzes, and lots of ways to keep your gambling from getting out of hand. Hello, everyone, and welcome to another episode of Ditches and Dimes, a basketball podcast Brought to you by BasketballNews.com, your source for all things NBA, WNBA, and G League, if I push hard enough. Um, (laughs) I'm Kelsey, and I'm joined by Noor. Hey, y'all. And we have a very special guest today. You know him as the guy who put you on notice at NBA Summer League for the Toronto Raptors. Matt Morgan, how are you? I'm doing great. How are you guys? (laughs) We're good. Thank you for joining us. For those of you who can't see, Matt's repping a very mean WNBA orange sweater this morning, putting us in the mood to support. Love it. Oh, yeah. Got to support WNBA. Had to watch my girl Stewie get buckets last night. Yeah, you're a huge Stewie and Seattle fan, right? Yeah, it's my favorite team. Stewie's my favorite player. Uh, just so happens that, you know, we're friends. So, uh, <laughs> you know, got to, got to support the champs. How did you two meet? Um, it was weird. Cause, um, when she was in college, I was like a huge fan and I would tweet her all the time. Like, <laughs> at Brianna Stewart, like, wait a hoop. Can I get a follow back at Brianna Stewart? Congrats on the championship. Follow me back. <laughs> One day, my freshman year in college, she actually followed me back on Twitter. And I was like, okay, that's dope. So I tried to push the limit. I was like, I'm going to follow her on Instagram too, see if she follows back, follow back instantly. And I was like, oh my God. So then I messaged her. I was like, yo, appreciate the follow back. Like, what what made you finally follow me back? She was like, I don't know. You seem cool. You really support me. So, you know, let's stay in touch. I was like, oh, bet. Stars, they're just like us. <laughs> just regular people. I love that he remembers too. He's like, he shall follow me back right away. That, that, that was an instant one. <laughs> I was starstruck. <laughs> That's so cute. Do you get starstruck? I mean, you've met so many of these NBA, WNBA players. Do you get starstruck? Um, I would say I still do, uh, depending on, you know, who it is. I've seen a couple people a lot, but there are some people still, you know, I can't believe that they're like, like actually human, like LeBron, obviously Steph Curry. Like, I still don't believe that he's a real person. Uh, (laughs) 
I mean, Stewie, I still get starstruck because she's so good. Uh, so, yeah, I mean, occasionally, but it, it's kind of wearing off the more I play pro basketball. Has there ever been anyone that completely stopped you in your tracks, like while you were playing them? Like, oh, my God, I can't believe I'm on the court as this person right now. Um, definitely when I played with Kevin Durant, when I was at the Nike Academy, my junior year in college, um, I think I had just like hurt my ankle and shocker hurt my ankle again, (laughs) (laughs) but I was in the training room, like getting taped, getting evaluated. And he was, I was like, yeah, I think I'm done for today. And then I seen KD walk in and they were putting the teams together and he was on our team. I was like, oh no, there's no chance I'm missing this. So I started playing. KD was on my team. And like the whole time I'm staring at him like, oh, my gosh, this is Kevin Durant, like fresh off the championship. It was ridiculous. Imagine, Nor. Just imagine. I can't. I'd be like, I'd be like, here's the ball, Kevin. Yeah. <laughs> you do what you got to do. Here's the ball, Kevin. Oh, that, that's, that's awesome. I did. I was like, <laughs> You, you like sorry for holding the ball. Yeah, like <laughs> that's I, yours. I'm in, your, I'm in your way. You go ahead. <laughs> so I want to talk about your basketball journey, and I want to start from the very beginning. What is your earliest basketball memory? Uh, sheesh. Uh, my earliest that I can remember is when I was like two, maybe three years old. My dad, I think, for Christmas, got me like a Fisher Price hoop and a ball. Um, I think I seen it on video and like instantly I'm shooting, uh, you know, my dad's rebounding for me. I'm trying to dunk on like a little two foot hoop. Uh, so yeah, that's probably the earliest that I remember, but vividly, I remember when I was a little bit older and they got me a ball and I was just dribbling around the house all the time, day and night. Like it was to the point where they had to take the ball from me at certain points during the day because they would be like working or they would get annoyed. So those are the earliest memories that I have. And your dad was uh, involved in basketball as well, right? Yeah, he played all through high school, McDonald's All-American, went to Georgetown for four years, played with Dikembe Mutombo, Alonzo Mourning. So yeah, my, my dad was pretty much the reason why I started playing basketball. Runs in the family. Hmm? It runs in the family. Oh yeah, it, it does. And that that's pretty much the main reason why I'm playing basketball. While my three little brothers, we still play basketball. One, cause I mean, we love playing and two, cause we all want to be better than him. So. <laughs> Are you yet? Yeah. Um, yeah. <laughs> Should we ask him actually? Or is that a true answer? Yeah, you can you, we you trust ask, you, Matt? No, you, you if you ask anyone in this house, you're gonna get different answers, but I'm <laughs> I'm gonna tell the truth that yes, I, I am better than him. Your truth. Yeah. Oh well, let's jump forward a little bit. Cornell, you are Cornell's second leading all-time scorer. How did you end up at Cornell? Because that's that's not a school that recruits you just for basketball. That's a school that recruits you for your brain first, athletic second, right? Yeah, so I ended up at Cornell because in high school, I had a pretty good three years on varsity. Um, but Cornell is my only Division One scholarship offer. So uh, I ended up taking it. You know, I did really good off the court in high school. I had a good GPA to be able to get me to Cornell. 
S-A-T-A-C-T. So, uh, yeah, it was tough to get in. But, I mean, like you said, being the all-time leading scorer at Cornell, uh, it was it's crazy to think about just because Cornell is such a rich school with a lot of history. Um, you know, a lot of players have come through, a lot of really good players. Uh, so to be able to be like the number one in anything on the record books is, you know, a blessing. But to be the all-time leading scorer and second in Ivy League history, like, it's crazy to think about sometimes. How does it feel to attend the school of your favorite, Andy Bernard? <laughs> <laughs> It's funny because I didn't even watch the office before I got there. So I had no clue what Cornell was like. But people like when I committed, I saw like this person, this dude just kept popping up on my Twitter. And I'm like, I, I don't know who he is, but he seems like he's really connected with the school and then I watched <laughs> the office. And I was like, oh, OK, Andy Bernard's like big Cornell guy. So now like. Anytime I say what school I go to, they're like, oh, Andy Bernard, yeah, Bill Big Red. I'm like, yep, that's my guy. <laughs> I'm not going to lie. It's like you told me immediately my thought. And the best part is you're a big The Office fan, too. Yeah. Two worlds colliding. So it's perfect. Huge. I wish oh. people could see, but I have a little Michael Scott toy next to me. It's actually. <laughs> <laughs> Can we get it? We're going to get a screenshot of this afterwards. Yeah, it's like a little him and awesome. little. Uh, was it straight jacket when he lost? His <laughs> oh, that's when he's doing the talent show with his key. Yeah, and he loses. This is actually hilarious. This is gonna be our promo for this episode, fellows. Get ready. Perfect. Perfect. <laughs> um. So if you're if you're Andy Bernard, who's your broccoli Rob? <laughs> oh man, that's a great question. Uh, I would have to say. It would have to be my teammate, uh, Joel Davis. That's who I'm going with. Okay, Joel Broccoli Rob. You heard yeah. it here first. <laughs> yeah, he, he was there with me when we were in the pre-freshman summer program all the way till we graduated. So, yeah, I would say he's my Broccoli Rob. <laughs> and what did – did you guys um, graduate from the same program? No. So we were all in different schools within Cornell. I was hotel – I think he was human development. We have engineering, uh, policy analysis and management. It was so many different schools that you could be in, but we weren't in the same school. And which was, what is your degree in? My uh, hospitality. Hospitality, okay. Yeah, yeah. The hotel school, the best hotel school in the country. Wow, I didn't know that. Nor did you know that? I had no idea. We knew Matt was a great host when he um, joined us at Summer League for karaoke <laughs> and then some. But <laughs> also, for those of you who don't know, a great rapper. By the end of the night, you were just like, Matt, here's the mic and let us dance. Yeah. And was, Matt was going off. Yeah, I played, played a few songs that I'm familiar with. So <laughs> that's all it was. You I, didn't play them. You, you asked for them. <laughs> you were telling us to put them on. Yeah, that, that's also true. Because I was like, I, I know these songs, so I'm going to go with these. Anything else, I'm just going to sit here. <laughs> no, but you killed it. The rest of the people were like, we know he's got a career in basketball, but I hope he knows that he can also release some d- diss style tapes on the side. <laughs> and we'll listen. 
The thing is though, that's so funny is we invited you and you had, you had shoot around the next morning, I think. Right. Mm. <laughs> so you came, you know, you didn't participate in some of the activities that Nora and I were participating in, but, um, you got there and it wasn't weird. It wasn't like this superstar figure is joining us lowly peasants. It was just like <laughs> an old friend joining us for karaoke, hopping on the mic, doing his thing. How, how are you able to be that way in your career? Because earlier that same day, you and I went on the roller coaster and these little kids were coming up to you and like just talking your ear off. <laughs> so to them, you're like this larger than life figure. And then you just come and slum it with us. <laughs> um, I think honestly, just cause it's just the type of person I am. Like I'm, I don't see myself as, you know, bigger than anyone, better than anyone. I'm just like a normal person, just like everyone else. And I like to have a good time, have fun. So like anytime I get to hang out with friends, get to hang out with family, you know, it, it's just natural. And I just want to have a good time. So, uh, yeah, and karaoke playing good music. I mean, you can't can't beat that. So, yeah, that was uh, that was fun for everybody. I think <laughs> what I remember. But um, <laughs> so let's backtrack a little. You obviously just spent summer league again with the Raptors. But how did you end up with the nine oh five? After my first summer league um the Raptors said they wanted to bring me in for training camp because uh, they really like how I played so they brought me in a training camp on the exhibit 10 deal uh got waived and then I was on the 905 my rookie year uh and then my second year or actually my first year got cut short obviously because of COVID uh so at the end of the year when we were doing our meetings we just kind of talked and we're like, mutually, like, I want to come back. We want you back. So I knew where I was going to be uh, my second year. Uh, it turns out I was in the bubble, 15 games, 16 games. I can't remember. Uh, but then after that, um, after the bubble, talked to some people from the Raptors again. They were like, we want you for summer league. We like how you played. So, I mean, I, I didn't hesitate. I was like, yeah, let's do it. So that's how that's been like my path with the Raptors so far. And it stops, it kind of stops here, right? Because you just signed in Turkey. Yeah. The path kind of ends here. Um, for now. Yeah. For now, hopefully <laughs> I come back. Maybe, maybe not, but <clears throat> for this next season, everyone knows like I, I won't be back with uh, the Raptors, although I miss Canada, I miss, you know, all the friendships and relationships I've made. But I'm going to play in Turkey and Konya. I leave actually next week, next Monday. Um, so, yeah, I mean, it, it'll be fun. New experience, new culture. Get to play uh, for a good organization. But, yeah, I, I won't be with the Raptors. It stops for now, but you never know. Hopefully I'll be back. Hopefully. I mean, you solidified yourself as like a fan favorite. There are so many people online just going absolutely nuts over you. And I'm like, I've been trying to tell you for years. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it was crazy. Like when I posted like the thank you, you know, until we meet again, I didn't think it was going to go as crazy as it did. 
even on Instagram, like seeing all the, the fans, although I no, obviously no clue who they are, but all the love and support, it was, you know, wild. But I mean, that that's how Toronto fans are. Or I'm sorry, Toronto. I said it wrong. <laughs> the second team. We, we trained you well at Summer League. Well done. Yeah, I, I've been I've been taught to not say the second T. So no, and you became a fan favorite so fast. Honestly, even just over the Summer League, that course of the one week, people watching you play and everything. We saw it for ourselves. We're on Twitter more than we should be, and <laughs> everyone's just like you know, he's got to come back. He needs to be here. And it's, it's, you're kind of the same kind of mold that our front office goes after. Right. So I have no doubt that this is not going to be a goodbye. This is more of a see you later. And if anything, we'll see you again next G league and get ready for that 5.00 AM karaoke booking. Oh Lord. (laughs) Don't act like you were not a fan. (laughs) And don't wear shorts next time to the club. (laughs) You missed so much. Yeah, big mistake, but uh, yeah, hopefully, you know, I get to come back. I love Canada, love Toronto fans. Um, so, you know, I'm going to enjoy this this season that I, I got coming up. Um, live by myself, different country, you know, but anyone who wants to visit, feel free. Uh, <laughs> but I will be locked into my uh, Raptors games, G League 905 games too. Uh, Because I know the Toronto fans, they're going to message me after every game telling me to come back anyway. So I'll I'll be watching. I have no doubt that that's true because, I mean, you traveled, you played a season with Alizé Johnson in the bubble and then he got picked up by Brooklyn. And you traveled to New York to watch him play. Like you are one of the most supportive teammates that I've ever come across in any, at any level. And I, I knew whenever I needed a quote on a teammate exiting or anything, I could always go to Matt because he'd always give me like a genuine, sincere quote. You always wanted your the best for your teammates. Oh, yeah. Always, always. Especially, you know, when they're getting called up, reaching the NBA or going to play overseas on a really good team. You know, I always want to support my guys just because they, especially guys that are older than me, because they taught me so much like Alizé. Uh, Nick, Henry, GP, uh, Mooney, even Malachi when he came down, Jalen Harris, you know, all my guys I want to support. Uh, but it doesn't hurt that, you know, Alizé played for one of the best teams in the East <laughs> uh, in a great environment. So th- there was no chance I was going to miss that playoff game. No, for sure. Um, I was going to ask you something else, and now I – it is escaping me. Oh, how do you feel when, you know, you go to summer league and you see that it's basically a team full of point guards. Did you kind of know going into that? (laughs) There was, this is kind of where it's going, going to end for me when you go and you see Malachi and you know that Fred's there and you know that whoever else is going to be there at your same position. It's just kind of the luck of the draw, right? Yeah. I mean, sometimes it goes like that, but you know, you try not to think about it. Um, you could kind of see the direction they were heading uh, just by, like, their draft picks. You know, Scotty 6'9", do-it-all, guard, forward. Delano, 6'8", do-it-all, guard, forward. Uh, David Johnson, 6'5", shooter. Um, so, I mean, you, you still kind of hope for the best, but, I mean, 80% of our roster was already, like, signed to the roster. 
mm-hmm. the Raptors roster. So uh, at that point, you're just kind of playing to impress them, but you're also a free agent, so you're trying to impress anybody at that point. So, uh, you know, using those games to, you know, show what you can do to the organization while also, you know, trying out for every other team that you're playing, trying to play for. Uh, but, I mean, it, it was all good. I mean, I, I enjoyed it. Um, I'm glad I played with all those guys. Precious, Precious is my guy in the car with me all the time. Hilarious. Uh, so nothing but the best of luck to, you know, those guys, Mally, Justin, David, Lano, Scotty. Hopefully Ish makes the roster. Um, but, yeah, I mean, you can kind of see the direction, but you you want to play to the best you can. Nor, we need to circle back to the um, Matt and Precious being buddies thing for a second. So, <laughs> um, Matthew, we need to clear the air once and for all for everybody <laughs> listening, for everyone who's going to listen and their grandchildren for years to come. Oh, wow. Please, <laughs> this is important as I can, as you can tell. Please clear the air on the precious finger guns and how that went about and who was the real inspiration that we all need to be giving credit to. This is going to be going live everywhere and I'm posting it literally everywhere. So just phrase your answers right. Oh Lord, okay. <laughs> um, so I was told before a game to do finger guns to a mutual friend. Let's, <laughs> let's call her a mutual friend. Um, but I ended up not doing it because I'm not that athletic, nor do I remember to do things during games anyway. Um, so we're in the car. Precious is in my car. Um, me, him, and Zacchaeus, we're all in the same car. And I told them the story. And I was like, yeah, I couldn't do it. I didn't remember. I think this was after the Houston game when I got hurt. And I was like, yeah, I don't. I didn't remember to do it. And Precious was like, yo, that is hysterical. So... We play Charlotte next, and I think we're on the way to the game. And I bring up the story again because uh, I think you guys had just left or something. I can't remember why I brought it up, but uh, and Precious was, you know, laughing. And I was like, "Yo, if you get a dunk, you should do the do. You should do it." And I didn't think he heard me because he didn't respond. So, uh, yeah, then he dunked on someone in the first game, swung on the rim, and gave him the little finger gun. <laughs> gave him the point. I, I didn't even see it until after the game, but watching the highlight, it was absolutely hilarious. Let him know he went viral because of Cindy Doan. She's been mad. She's been trying to tell everyone in her life that this it was because of her the finger guns happened. No one believes her. They're calling her crazy. <laughs> They're like, you're you're insane. Something wrong with you. And she's like, I promise you, I told Matt Morgan. And Matt Morgan told Precious. And Precious did the finger guns. And Precious went viral for the, for the finger guns. It was the funniest thing. I can absolutely confirm it is Cindy who got me to get <laughs> to do it. The funniest part of that is that Cindy had never watched a basketball game in her life before this trip. She, she went in saying, just tell me when to yell touchdown. And she left an absolute summer league legend. Shout out to her. Shout out She's going to gonna have this entire dialogue as her ringtone. 
I guarantee you. <laughs> it's just going to be Matt saying Cindy did the finger guns as her ringtone the next time I call her. There we go. So Precious is hilarious is something that we've discovered. Yes. No, he, he's actually very funny. He's from New York. Very strong accent. I don't want to say where in New York because people get really, you know, uh, <laughs> upset if you put them in the wrong neighborhood. So I don't know where in New York, but he is from New York. Yeah, I did not expect Precious to be. I thought he would be kind of like quiet, but I guess OG's hilarious too, apparently. And and he's pretty quiet. So it's the quiet ones that are the funniest. <laughs> in well, your opinion, yeah. Yeah, quiet ones are the funniest. OG, I'm a very quiet person. Precious, you know, probably is quiet until you get to know him. Uh, David Johnson, quiet but hilarious. And then you have people like Scotty that are very talkative, but also very funny. So it, it goes both ways. What's Scotty like in person? Very, very talkative, very full of energy. Uh, like I said, very funny. Um, like at our little team dinner, we had, you know, uh, a fake prince performing and the whole time he's just like I want to go up on the stage and dance like <laughs> let, let's all let's all get up and dance and enjoy the moment so I mean he he's really you know in the moment loves to have fun uh very energetic but on the court you know he's very intense you know screaming at people talking trash so it, hell you, yeah you, there's two sides of him so the Raptors' usual rookie hazing of having you guys sing at a uh, at some sort of event is not going to phase him at all. No, it will not. Phase <laughs> I, I, think, I think he would want to do it more than once. So it it will, <laughs> it will not phase him in the slightest. He will enjoy every moment of it. And what about Delano? Is he? I mean, you spent a couple years in Toronto, so is he like the definite Toronto man's? Yes. Um, <laughs> every bit of him is a Toronto man. Like the way he talks, the way he moves. Uh, I I didn't really get to hang out with him like really off the court, like going like to eat or like hanging out type. But from what I've seen, he is like the epitome of a Toronto man. Like his accent, literally talking to him after games would make me start like it would like trigger my Canadian accent. <laughs> like, I, get, I get on the game with my friends and they're like, what's wrong with you? And I'm like, I'm sorry. I've been talking to you <laughs> for like 30 minutes. It's funny because like, I can see how easy it is to switch. I mean, you played a season with Tyler Ennis, you played with Dwayne notice, you played with all of these Toronto mans and then you play with Delano too. You are you were already basically a Toronto man's by association, but now it's definitely like solidified. Yeah, I'm, I'm basically one of them, especially like you said, Tyler, Dwayne, O'Shea, Delano. I played with so many people who are from Canada to the point. And then all my coaches are from Canada. At this point, I feel like I'm like Canada's my second home. So it doesn't take it doesn't take much to trigger my accent. <laughs> All you need to do now is lose that second T. That that I have to. 
I have to. I'm gonna start. It's typing your duty. Like Toronto, and I'm just gonna start dropping the second T. Yeah, forget the T's there. Just misspell it if that helps you. There we go. That, that's what I'll say. <laughs> I, we will give you that. We will allow that. It's fine. Okay. As long as it's allowed, then I'm good. <laughs> Who else surprised you either on or off the court at Summer League? Hmm. Obviously, on the court, I would go with uh that's a tough one i think i already know who you're gonna say because i want to say malachi because you know he played like absolutely insane really led the team from start to finish um but i think i'm gonna have to go with i'm gonna have to go with delano Hmm. yeah i think he really surprised me just because his size his length his passing ability with that type of height. Um, he rebounded the ball really well. Um, and then in the fifth game, I feel like me, him, and, oh, and Jalen Adams. Very surprising. Actually, not surprising to me. I've been playing against him for five years now. But I say them two uh, definitely surprised me the most in a good way. Just seeing both of them, how they play, how well they played. Uh, Jay Adams having like 15 rebounds in the last game. Delano one game having like 10 points and 13 rebounds and like six assists. Uh, yeah, I'd say they surprised me. But off the court, I'm, I'm going with Scotty. I didn't realize how much energy and how like funny and all that type of stuff. I, I didn't realize it was like real. Like my friend Wendell he knows him very well. And he was like, he does not stop talking. He's very energetic. Like it takes him getting used to. And I was like, I'll be fine. But after the Prince thing, I was like, yeah, he's, he's going to really enjoy being an NBA player. (laughs) He kind of reminds me of just the way that you're describing him, like always being on 100 is Devin Robinson. Oh God. (laughs) (laughs) If that guy wakes up on 100, yeah, they're, they're the same type of mold. <laughs> I have to agree. Wait, you they know? both went to school at Florida too, right? Yeah, Scotty was Florida State, Dev was Florida. So maybe it's a Florida thing. Maybe it's a Florida thing. <laughs> maybe. I hope not. <laughs> I hope not. For Scotty's sake, I hope he's not like Dev. Although I love Dev, but I hope for Scotty's sake he's not like Dev. <laughs> I hope for whoever he has to share a room with on the road. He's not like like Devin. Oh, God. I hope he doesn't have to share a room at all. (laughs) I remember Paul saying, like, Devin, you just woke up. How do you have this much energy? Yeah. I never understood how he always had energy. Like, walking into the locker room for practices, he's just on go as soon as he walks in. Waking up for like breakfast in the morning on go. I'm like, Dev, you got to relax, bro. <laughs> Nor, do you have any par- any final questions before we let Matt get back to his day? Yeah, I know you spent most of your time in Mississauga. Um, and I know we ask people a lot of questions that come on about Toronto and everything, but I want to get your insights on the Saga station. 
How did you like it? What's your, what's your, what's your takeaway? And I know that you said you, you didn't really get a chance to go downtown a lot, but um, based off your exposure to the GTA, what was your, what was your reaction? Like, what'd you think? What was um, your favorite part? Yeah. I love Mississauga. I think it was like the perfect distance away from Toronto where, you know, you get a feel for both. Um, where we stayed was literally two blocks away from square one. So I spent most of my time there, uh, whether walking around or window shopping or what have you. Um, this was obviously before I became a fan favorite, quote unquote. <laughs> uh, so I was able to, you know, walk around in peace. Um, but I mean, it was cool. Uh, obviously winter sucked, but I went to school in upstate New York, so it didn't really phase me. Um, but other than that, I mean, food was, you know, a shocker. Didn't know milk came in bags. Um, <laughs> did you try any ketchup chips? I did. I did. It was absolutely disgusting. And we'll never. Do wow. Kels, I'm going to head out of here. There's yeah. disrespect <laughs> and then there's this disrespect. I could I couldn't do it. I tried it, it couldn't do it. The <laughs> poutine from different restaurants tried it, couldn't really get into it. Um uh, but I mean But you're it, saying it, this as an athlete who takes care of their body, <laughs> not garbage disposals like us. So. <laughs> you know, it took some getting used to, but uh, I love Mississauga. Uh, obviously, Paramount, we had the best fans in the G League by far. Mm-hmm. Um, the kids' days were my absolute favorite days because it would be ear-deafening loud due to screaming. <laughs> um, but, I mean, everything about Mississauga was so cool. Um, met a lot of good people off the court. Um, had a good time. Wish we could have been back for my second year, but, you know, you could feel the energy through Twitter and Instagram um, after every game. So I I really enjoyed it. I hope, you know, since they're going back this year, that everyone has that type of experience and enjoys it. And they actually have a full season this time. Uh, but, yeah, and I will definitely be keeping up with the 905 because um, I'm sure I will, like I said, I will be getting – millions of messages to tell me to come back due to <laughs> one one loss on the record. So. <laughs> and only half of those will be from Nora and I. <laughs> <laughs> I will be looking forward to you guys' messages when I wake up at like nine in the morning and check the final scores of every game. <laughs> now, have you asked your teammates that you think will go to the 905 what their preferred baked goods are? I have not. <laughs> okay. This is some recon that we're going to need to do, but I'll give you some time for that. Nor, yeah. do you have any more questions? Uh, yeah. Can you also let everybody know that we're not that bad with winter? Who? It's not terrible. Who? Everybody who's listening that we're not, t- Toronto's not that bad with winter. It's not no, that crazy, okay. right? It's it's not that bad. Like it, it is bearable, but for some, for people who have never experienced like a, Northeast winter, it will be a shock. Let's just put it that way. But nothing stops. Like whether it's snowing 40 feet or raining, they just move it out the way and keep it pushing. (laughs) 
Like I, I remember, called perseverance. Yeah. I remember one day it was like snowing, like piled up on the sides and literally kids are outside waiting to go to school. I'm like, even the threat <laughs> of snow here in North Carolina and we're out for a week. So <laughs> props to Canada, but winter's not that bad. Just stay inside and play video games like I did. That's my <laughs> Well, you know who to hit up the next time you're back around our woods. Oh yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. No <laughs> well, we'll be keeping track if you don't. We're going to have problems, Matt. If I post I'm in Canada and no one knows. <laughs> yeah. If you hide me from your story, we're going to have a problem. <laughs> I'm going to hide all my Canadian people from my stories and just pull up randomly. Oh my God, can you imagine? <laughs> it's going to be Drake. He's just going to pull up at Nathan Phillips Square. It's Matt Morgan <laughs> Day. <laughs> oh my god, I have a whole day now. Jeez. <laughs> well, I think that's it, Nor, unless you have any more questions. No, I just like I said, I just have requests. Um, make your way back to Toronto as much as you can. I feel bad that, you know, you only got to spend the one year here and the year after that. Well, not just for you, like the rest of us too. We were in jail, couldn't really do anything and completely got robbed of that experience. But you know, next time you're around and hopefully this is, you know, this goes beyond just anything else. We're able to bring you back into the NBA and just, you know, who to hit up, you know, who's going to give you a good time. And if you want to move around Toronto, check out and check out the G League, check out the rappers themselves. Um, you've always got an audience right next to you, even if it's not us. It's you got clearly your fans who are going to be millions of them messaging you, letting you know, we need you back. It's the Matt Morgan hive. The propaganda I told you has started. No, it has started, but I definitely know who to hit up. I'm, I'm going to miss my Toronto fans. Um, all the people who, you know, I got close with and the people who I haven't. So definitely we'll call it, let's call it my third home. Cornell's my second. So I'll give <laughs> Toronto my third home. Uh, but yeah, I'll definitely be back. I don't know when, I don't know in what capacity, but whether I'm a fan, uh, a player, but this is not the last that I'll be in Canada. Trust me, I'll be back. Here, here. All right. Well, we hope that we gave you a proper Canadian send-off at Summer League. (laughs) (laughs) I enjoyed it. I appreciate it. And um, until next time, Matt, thanks for talking to us. Where can everyone find you? Twitter, Instagram? Twitter, Instagram, always on social media. Twitter, uh, I I don't know if I changed it, but the real MM10, Instagram, MattMorgan.10. Yeah, I mean, that's how you find me. That's how you reach me. Any questions, concerns? (laughs) <laughs> or if you just want to say that I need to come back to Canada, like everyone else, <laughs> feel free to, you know, put your feelings in a message. I'd, I'd read them all. Trust me. I read everything. I might not respond, but I read everything. There you go, guys. Start the propaganda. Well, actually, Nora already started it. Just start. Just join my bag. And yeah, there you go. <laughs> Nora has started it. So just follow her lead. <laughs> exactly. Um, no, this has been awesome. Thank you so much for taking your time to talk to us. Like Kelsey said, she put it perfectly, the lowly peasants. Um, and we were just so grateful to have that moment with you at Summer League. And moving forward, all we have is to 
give you good luck and good vibes and positivity. And on our end, continue that propaganda going. So your journey over here still continues. We'll be waiting. Oh, yeah, please. Because I'll be back. Don't even worry. I'll be back. Don't know how soon. Don't know when. But I will definitely be back. It might also be almost too soon. We're going to be like, he's back already. <laughs> like yeah. He was there for two months and that's back already. Yeah, who knows? I, I, that's what I was thinking. I was like, what if I'm over there for like a month? And then they're like, you know, we kind of want you back. And I'm like, okay, well. Exactly. <laughs> I, I have to go delete all these goodbye posts. <laughs> <laughs> that's okay. It'll just be like the Abe Simpson meme where he just walks in and out the door. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and be like, oh, surprise, I'm back. <laughs> how the turntables oh god <laughs> the office reference to close it I love it there you go we do it for the people we well that was perfect perfect way to end this episode thank you once again for <laughs> yes Matt <laughs> Michael Scott um, thank you for joining us thank you to everyone for listening I'm Kelsey signing off for Noor signing off for Matt Signing off for basketballnews.com and Dishes and Dimes. Bye-bye.